0: Hey guys, it's Heather from Kelva Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Hey guys, it's Heather Kell from Calva Plan, and welcome to the final episode of season one. Of my Planning a Life I Love podcast. Here we are at episode 20. I can't believe the journey that this podcast has gone on the past several months. First, I just want to thank you all for listening, whether you listen to one episode or all of them. Um, I'm just so thankful for the support that this podcast had over these 20 episodes. Today, I'm going to be wrapping up season one. This entire season has been about planning a life I love. And in each episode, I interviewed a different planner from our community to find out how they use their planner to plan a life they love. And so I thought it would be fun for this finale, the final episode of season one, I thought it would be fun to be able to feature multiple planners from our community um, and j- just your average planner. Not, I feel like a lot of our guests were people who are more well-known in the community. And for this episode, I really wanted to feature just your average planner. So what I did was I reached out to my premium and BFF patrons, and I asked any of them if they would be interested in joining my show and answering a few questions about what they thought about season one, what they learned from it, who their favorite guest was, and things like that. So In this episode, we have several of my patrons that I'm going to be doing quick mini interviews with just to find out what they thought about the season. So I'm super excited to chat with all of them, and I think that you will love hearing from them. It's also kind of a great recap of the season. They talk about a bunch of different episodes, so if you missed some, they might give you a quick review that will encourage you to go back and listen to some that you missed. I'm super excited to get to talk to them today. I do want to go ahead and put out a disclaimer that a lot of these people that I talk to they, they're not necessarily set up for podcast recording. So some of the audio and some of the clips is not the greatest audio. It might sound a little... Fuzzy or a little um, staticky or a little choppy, but um, just bear with us because I really just wanted to include all of them in this episode. So, even if it's not the greatest audio, I do think that they all offered some great ideas and some great reflections. I'm also going to have a graphic in my Instagram stories at some point today um, that you can screenshot and share, and you can kind of answer the same questions they did just to kind of share what you learned from this season and your favorite episode. So, be sure to head to Plan on Instagram. I will get that in my stories at some point today. So just be sure to check my stories. And when you see it, screenshot, save it, and then reshare in your stories and type your answers. It's going to be super fun just to see what this season meant to everybody. So let's just dive in and let's go talk to my patrons. All right, so our first mini guest on the episode today is one of my patrons, and I'll let you share your name because that's what the first question, but let's just start out by uh, tell us what your name is and where people can follow you on Instagram.
1: Oh, great, Heather. Well, my name is Judy Eichhorst. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for the invite, and uh, I can be found on Instagram at Java Journal Plan. Just yes. all spelled in one uh, one line. No dogs. And I or- am
0: I am gonna try to put all of y'all's Instagram names in the show notes so that people can follow all of our little mini guests that are here today. So if you don't follow Judy, I'll be sure to put that in the notes and so that hopefully you can give all of Good. them a follow. So so what does planning the phrase, what does planning a life I love? What does that phrase mean to you?
1: Oh my gosh. Well for me it, it absolutely means uh getting really clear on what it is about life that I do love and putting more and more and more of that into my schedule and being able to uh, use my planner to do that, to see, well, where can I put it? I sometimes put pictures in, yeah, uh, but uh, really, getting clear on what it is that I just really love, love, love to do. It's also a lot about trying new things and the planner community is great for that because they're always, you know, you've got all of their ideas to sift through and pick new things from and try them out in your planner. And that makes it really fun. But honestly using a planner is part of just having a life I love. I mean, it is a real creative outlet for me and I, Probably touch my planner at least twice a day. I have yeah. several planners, and so uh, the creativity piece helps with the life I love as well. Yeah,
0: I agree with all of those things. <laughs> um, so, of course, this episode is like wrapping up season one. So, mm-hmm. what was your favorite episode from season one, and why was it your favorite?
1: Well, there was a lot of them. Definitely there was, them. but the one I really, really related to a lot and thought was a lot of fun was Natasha's yeah her episode yeah she has such great energy Mm -hmm. and um and i just i love i really resonated with a lot of the things she said she's um obviously younger than me but her kids she talked about them being so close together in age and and my kids were 16 months apart so i could really relate to a lot of what she talked about with being busy at that time of 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 life of raising kids close together. So if you didn't
0: hear her episode uh, talking to our listeners, hers was technically about fitness, but I feel like she gave just so many good tips, not just fitness related, like, and and the tips she gave, I felt like you could apply to any kind of planning. Hers was one of my favorite episodes too. So um, I really loved having Natasha on the show. So did you learn anything from any of the episodes? It doesn't have to be Natasha's. It can be any of them, but that you have since implemented into your planning routine.
1: And if yes, so, yes, well, how has that improved your planning? Yeah. Well, yeah one of the well, things that Tasha talked about was um, how she put surfing in her planner for six months before she finally was able to actually do it. And I loved that because I, I was like, oh my gosh, how many times do I write yoga and meditation in my planner and I don't get to it? And I keep doing it. And I've always sort of thought, why do you, maybe you should only write it down after you do it, you know, but. I loved what she said, which was that really putting it there time after time after time it meant that eventually she did it. And I think our brain works that way. So I keep doing you know, things that, that are important to me. Even if I don't get to them, I keep writing them there because I see them and then I can focus on them and I, I know it's, it's coming. Because you write it in your planner for a week and maybe you didn't get to it that week or even the next week or the next week. But it's, you're kind of
0: learning along the way, like, okay, I need to better schedule my days to figure out when I, how to fit this thing that I love in here. And it might take you a couple of weeks to really figure it out. And that's okay. But putting it in your planner every week is just reminding you, like, this is a priority and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen, even if it's not happening yet.
1: Yes, because I think some people think, oh, this is supposed to be a perfect reflection of really what I'm going to do today. And so I've got to write these things down, and then I've got to do them. And if I'm not doing them, then this planner isn't worth it, and why am I doing the planner? But when you're planning a life you love, you keep planning what you want your day to look like, and it takes change. It takes habit change. It takes scheduling change. It takes a mindset change. And so keep doing that. Because that's part of planning the life you love is to keep writing it in there and planning it out. And till it, I mean, gosh. So uh, Stephanie, remember she talked about that in, in, in hers about she would look back on that year of wellness and she would say, I did a lot more than I would have done if I wouldn't have been doing it. If I wouldn't have been writing it in and planning for it and trying to make it happen. And, and she realized that, you know, after the fact.
0: Well, thanks for thanks for being one of our many guests and just answering a few quick questions. Can you
1: remind our listeners just where they can follow you on social media one more time? Yes, I'm I'm Judy ICorst and on on uh, on Instagram I'm Java Journal Plan. This is Allie and I'm so excited. She's another one of my patrons here to talk about this
0: season of Planning a Life I Love. So Allie, let's just start out by you letting our listeners know where they can follow you
2: on Instagram.
3: Well, first of all, thanks, Heather, for having me on. And you can follow me at Plan On It Alley on Instagram. And um, I'm so excited to be here again. Thank you.
0: Let's just start out talking about the name of my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. When you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you?
3: Well, Um, This is a bit of a loaded question, because if you had asked me this probably even three to five years ago, I would have answered very differently. But um, as many of our guests have said on your podcast, life happens and things change. And that's why our planners are often so important. Um, But to me, planning a life I love means being able to create something that makes me happy. And I was always one of those people that... um, I followed all the rules. I mean, wearing an ankle bracelet in college was like crazy. Oh, my gosh, can't do it. You know, you just had to follow all the rules and do everything right. And I was very reactive to other people's needs, what they wanted, how I could help them. And I, I was not good at putting my needs first. I was not good at saying no, I was not good at prioritizing what made me happy. And And it took a really long time for me to get to that point where I realized that I was doing a whole lot running around for other people and meeting their needs and their expectations, but it wasn't necessarily what made me happy and and what fulfilled me. And so at this point in my life, as I use my planners, planning a life I love means being intentional about what I love and saying that's okay. Like it's okay to put me first because if I'm doing what I love and creating a happy life, it's going to have an exponential impact on other people in my life. And it's going to be a good thing.
0: Of course, there were several episodes from this season. There's actually, when we're, when we're recording this, there's actually two episodes that haven't even aired yet. But what has been your favorite episode out of the season? And why has it been your favorite?
3: Gosh, I mean, um, talk about putting you on the spot. There, There were so many. Like, at first, let me just say that, I think almost all of your guests said something that resonated with me and I'd sit and listen and I'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, absolutely. So I loved all your guests this season. Um, For me, again, at this season in life and where I am, um, I think Planny Mandy Um, That was a great episode for me because I'm a mom, I have five pets, which I'm hoping are going to be quiet in the background. Um, I've got two kids, I'm a single mom, and I worked in uh, education doing communications and marketing um, at a high level, just like she did. And the balance part of what she spoke about really resonated with me. It is extremely difficult to be at that level uh, of work and go in and have that kind of responsibility. And in my case, at one point I was working like 60, 70 hours a week and traveling and, and dealing with two kids and, and everything that came along with that. So, you know, when she talked about balance, um, that, that just really hit me. And, uh, I know she has two planners. I have a little bit more than that, but I think her, her reasoning for having those two planners and being able to separate and com- compartmentalize things, you know, we tend to try to multitask a lot, especially when you've got kids, pets, jobs, all vying for your attention. And it's hard to separate that out and really focus and be present. And so when she talked about having those two separate planners and being able to separate her work life and her home life, that. That just really resonated with me in terms of being able to be present in the role I'm in at the time I'm in and and giving whatever area of my life I'm in that attention um, and focus. And by having separate planners, whether it's two or five in my case at this point, it it lets me kind of cut out the clutter and focus on that part of my life that I need to focus on. Whereas if I had it all in one for me, um, again, I think that everyone's different and you need to plan differently and you can't compare. But for me, it allows me to focus on that particular area that needs focus and better balance without having it be diluted with everything. It really reduced the overwhelm. You know, you, you get overwhelmed. You look at the whole list and it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm going to start. I have so much to do today when I wake up in the morning, but being able just to take and kind of block it out in one planner and say, this is where I am right now was huge for me in terms of reducing that anxiety and being able to actually do more because I was able to focus on where I was at.
0: Look at like all of your work to do's and all of your home to do's and all of your mom to do's and it's just like, this is too much all at one time but it, it really can help to separate it out. So yeah, I totally agree with all of the things you just said.
3: And, and I, I love that she I love that she said too that, um, you know, you can't walk in anyone else's shoes you know, for, for working moms that are juggling a lot, you know, you have to create a planning system and try different things that works for you in your time in life, where you are, your number of responsibilities, you know, what you have to do. There's no one thing. And there are some weeks where I love the creative aspect. It is such an important part of, you know, what I do. Um, it's mental wellness for me. It's me time. And as she said, it's, it's kind of a solo activity. And I'm like, everyone out, you know, mom's planning, leave me alone. I don't need your help. Like, this is kind of my breathing space where I can, you know, rest my mind and just focus. But, you know, she talked about the fact that nobody else walks in your shoes. And sometimes you don't get to fill in everything in a week. And that's okay. And I do a lot of planner spreads. And most of the time I fill them out and I use them. But if I don't, you know... I can give myself grace and i love that she said that um for me it was very validating like okay one i can play with stickers and um i'm not you know uh, an anomaly that's awesome but (laughs) beyond that the fact that you know if you don't fill it in it's not the end of time it's not the end of the world that this planner needs to work for you and your life and that that was so important to hear
0: Did you learn anything from any of the episodes that you have since implemented into your planning routine? And if so, how has it improved your planning process?
3: i have implemented several things actually um uh, mandy had a great idea i i actually liked her layout idea where she talked about um she uses the big vertical i use classic vertical i haven't made it to the big yet but um i may try that uh she did mention trying different layouts and things like that that worked for you and so i'm i'm still experimenting as happy planner comes out with new layouts i do like to try new things because i think that You know you can always improve on that and and again uh life is fluid and so you have different needs at different times it's always changing but she lists out her uh her appointments and then her task list and then notes on the bottom and i really liked that layout style so that's something um i'm committed to trying and i've tried in a, a couple of my planners and i think that um stephanie fleming um you know, Again, we're close to the same age, going through the same kind of life, career, transitions, so a lot of what she says in terms of some of her, her new goals and challenges really resonate with me, but she talked about wellness and about putting down habits and content that were really what you wanted to achieve each week. And that it could be changing, you know, it doesn't have to be every week, the same habit, the same goals that sometimes things change. And all of a sudden, what you want to achieve for the next week may, you know, uh, slightly shift a bit. And, And that's okay. And so I do have a habit planner. And it 's not always consistent with what 's in it. sometimes that changes up. I mean um, she also talked about connections about what you track and how that affects your mood and your wellness and again um, when when you get to a certain point in life, you start realizing that you can 't just keep going on no fuel and and you know burn burn the candle at all ends you know and it starts to impact you physically and so being able to make those connections about. How you feel your mental wellness your physical wellness and what you're putting into your body and how you're treating yourself is really important and so i think her advice in terms of that wellness planner and being able to be flexible with that and fluid with that based on what's going on was really valuable to me and so i'm starting to change that up again um, based on what my week looks like because it's it's always changing well,
0: thank ellie for hopping on for this quick little mini interview can you remind our listeners again one more time where they can follow you on instagram
3: they can follow me at plan on it alley and um all right our
0: next guest is another one of my patrons and so our next little mini guest is morgan welcome to the show morgan
4: yes and thank you so much for having before me before we kind of
0: get into the questions uh can you tell our listeners where they can follow you on instagram in case they want to check you out
4: yeah so you can find me on instagram at mo.plans so, Let's
0: just jump right in. Uh, Obviously, the name of the show is Planning a Life I Love. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you?
4: So planning a life I love to me means making time to make sure I get all the adulting stuff in, but still having plenty of time to do the fun things that I want to do for just myself and for my family, whether that means um, going out and taking pictures or taking a side-by-side ride in the hills, going camping, Or just working and paying bills.
0: (laughs) So that you can do the fun stuff, but you got to do the adulting stuff, too. So
2: finding that balance between the
0: two. So obviously there's a lot of episodes in this season. But if you had to pick one episode from season one, which one would be your favorite and why?
4: Oh, my gosh. I have loved just about all of the episodes. But I think I would go with Desiree for Happy to Plan. Um she she's probably one of the first I mean yours obviously it was the first planner people that I started following on YouTube but definitely Desiree was one of the first um I just I like her style she didn't make me feel overwhelmed as being a beginner planner and I liked I, I don't know she, I just love her <laughs> um I would say she's my favorite just because she has a very at ease way about her especially in her videos and if anybody has not checked out her youtube videos they definitely should um but she's great she does so many different types of videos too just like just like you do uh, it's such a helpful person to follow on youtube if you're just beginning and starting out planning
0: we talked about just decorative planning and like what why we love this hobby and that was that was a really fun episode to get to chat with Desiree. So is there anything from any of the episodes, whether it's Desiree's or somebody else's that you, that was maybe like an idea that you've implemented into your own planning routine? And if so, how has that improved your planning process?
4: Oh, definitely, definitely. Several of them actually have. one of the latest ones you did with uh, Juanita Johns for teaching. I didn't, I'm not a teacher, but I learned a lot for my children. My son is a seventh grade middle schooler. So I felt like I learned a lot on the opposite side of where he is, like getting some of the teacher feedback. And I kind of shared that with him be like, hey, you know, it's a really big pain in the butt to turn your stuff in way after it's late because your teacher is already three weeks in the future already. And it's not fair to her to have to go back to that for you. So I learned that from that one. Um, Desiree, definitely. Um, I like to do my currently pages like she was talking about, a little bit of a memory keeper there. So I love to do that. That's been so much fun. And it's like she said, it's not so overwhelming trying to do a whole memory keeping um, planner, but just to break it down into a bite-sized page, I can definitely handle that. I've got two small kids, so you know I've got a stuff to scrapbook (laughs) or memory keeper, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then plan with Elise, her budgeting one. That was, that was, that's the whole reason I even got into happy Planner, is I was trying to get my budget under control. And then I went through the rabbit hole. And so we're, we're slowly crawling our way back.
0: <laughs> so thanks for hopping on and just sharing a little feedback about this season. I'm glad we got to chat. Can you remind our listeners one more time where they can follow you on Instagram?
4: Yes. And thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Uh, You can find me on Instagram.com slash Mo period plans.
0: All right. Our next guest for our mini interviews is Courtney. So welcome to the show, Courtney. And if you'll just share with the listeners where they can follow you on Instagram. My
5: link on Instagram is Courtney creates a plan, all one word, no spaces, no underscores. Right
0: into the first question, which of course the name of my podcast is planning a life I love. So what does that phrase mean to you?
5: For me, planning a life I love is something that has always been very important to me of I want to be very happy and content in my life. And unfortunately, some circumstances in life sometimes will get you down. So I want to be intentional on making that.
0: So obviously, there's been a lot of episodes this season. But I'm going to make I'm going to ask you a really hard question. And I'm going to ask you, which one was your favorite? And why? Well, I could
5: honestly say all of them. But Michelle with plan on it hers really stuck out to me the most her episode specifically with it talking about memory planning um, with recently losing my mom I can say looking and going through pictures with my dad and things we wanted to collect for her celebration of life it got me to thinking I'm not much of a scrapbooker my sisters are but I want to be more intentional on documenting my life so I can look back at things and remember the little moments and just showing and it doesn't have to be the big moments and that's what scrapbooking usually is is the big moments so making life about celebrating the little
0: things in life. Did you learn anything from any of the episodes that you have since implemented into your planning routine and if so how has that improved your planning process?
5: I can honestly say I've learned from all of them and each person has their own specific. I think hers stuck out of just start doing it daily. We take pictures with our phone on an everyday basis and I know I'm constantly doing it. It might be a quote with a beautiful scene that I have. It might be something that happens at home or even at school that I can document and just have a little stop and talk about the little things in life. And so I like that as well as just listening to your episode with being a teacher and going after what your heart's passion is and how you went on to do tell of a plan. It really stuck out to me because I have my own side little business and I don't know if I would ever quit teaching, but I want to also continue to do something that I'm passionate about. And not just let life be taken up by the little things and be so serious. I need to enjoy and be intentional with things I like.
0: If you could just remind our listeners where they can follow you on Instagram.
5: On Instagram, my link is Courtney Creates a Plan. And it's all one word. No spaces, no no underscores.
0: All right. Our next guest for our little mini interviews is Melanie. So welcome to the show, Melanie. I'm super excited to chat with you tonight. Um, Can you share with our listeners where people can follow you on Instagram?
6: Hi, thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, so I'm Melanie. Um, You can find me on Instagram at crafts. So it's Mel's Plans and Crafts with a period in between each word.
0: Let's just kind of jump right
6: in. Um, the name of my show is Planning a Life I Love. So when you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you? Um, so that's something that has actually changed over time for me. Um, especially, so so I'm a pretty type A person, um, extremely. <laughs> I think a lot of us are. Um, and for me, um, you, that means using my planner to... Gain more control in my life during a time when there's so much that we cannot control um, because it's just so it's so crazy. I don't think any of us could have predicted the last year. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me, it's helped me get control over my to-do list, my schedule, you know, my kids' schedules, my husband's schedule, my mindset. It's kind of helped me focus focus more on the more positive aspects of my life and has kind of helped me shift my thinking, you know, especially during the past year from, you know, things happen to me to I make things happen. It's it's, it's been invaluable to me. 2020. Yeah. It's not over yet.
2: (laughs) I swear
0: it's still 2020. I mean, I know it's technically 2021, but it feels like it's still 2020. (laughs) Um, Okay. So this is going to be a really hard question because there were a lot of episodes this season but I'm going to ask you to pick your favorite episode from season one and then tell me why it was your favorite.
6: Uh, You know, I have to say Nita from neatly planned. Um, I adore her. Um, I mean, she, so, so I, I totally related to almost everything that she said (laughs) Um, because I also work in healthcare um, and I, So completely, I empathized with her talking about her need to um, turn off, like needing to actively make an effort to turn off the workday at the end of the day. Um, I work um, in, I'm a physical therapist assistant and I work with zero to two-year-olds all day. Um, And I have two toddlers of my own. So I live in a toddler world and though the work is, amazing and rewarding and completely fulfilling it is exhausting and emotionally draining and at you know at five o'clock or when i finish my last session for the day and finish my documentation shut down my computer i don't turn off thinking about my work babies and i need to be able to be present for my own babies so i have been using my planner to kind of use that as my decompression time. So you know, I shut down work and then I, you know, open up my planner and go to my journal and do my emotional brain dump. And then I go to my gratitude section and list out all the things that I'm thankful for. And it it kind of helps me shift more from like helping, like being caregiver in that way to like taking care of me and mine. That's actually really smart. I love that you do that.
0: So did you learn anything from any of the episodes, Nita's or any of the other ones that you have since implemented into your planning routine? And if so, how has that improved your planning process?
6: You know, it's not any one thing that any one person has said. I think pretty much everybody you've had on has said this. And I think it's something that you've said on your plan with me videos for years (laughs) is making your planner work for you. And, um, you know, I was, I was talking about my gratitude planner and um, I'm a happy planner and I use and the, I, da- the, the dashboard, the dashboard. Uh, layout so for layout the for gratitude. gratitude. And I've always used that for the right side, the daily gratitude and the left side, I was either kind of not using and feeling guilty that it was just there. Cause I'm a paper lover and, or like I was trying to somehow, you know, figure out how to make it, you know, uh, it, it wasn't working. So I started just putting a piece of computer paper off that, on top of that whole left side, forget the boxes. And I was, would put down my own boxes and that side of the planner has now become my, I call it my positive pep talk planner. <laughs> it's time to really
0: figure out the way to make it work for you. Then you end up like loving your planner even more because you're like, yeah. Actually
2: using it.
6: yeah, I mean like every week at the start of the week, I, I, you know put you know several boxes down on that side and one of them is a a love letter to me it's just like a really short like you're doing awesome you can do it keep going and then there's other boxes that i put like affirmations in i usually do three affirmations and then at the end of the week i put down a big box where i put my proudest moment and that's not to say like the best thing that happened it's it's more how did i make myself the most proud that week what was the moment where I showed up the most for myself um and so like making the planner work for me definitely like my so I have my positive pep talk on the left and my gratitude on the right it's really really been helpful to focus on what's important like nobody
0: says the dashboard planner is a gratitude planner like that's not you just took it and you're like this I'm gonna use it and that's what I love the most when I look at other people's planners is when they take something and they figure out like, this is how I'm going to use it because this is what I need out of a planner. And that just like makes me so happy when people do that. So I love <laughs> thank you for sharing how you use that planner. I love it. So thanks well, thank for, you for the inspiration. It was fun to get to chat with you. Can you remind our listeners where they can follow you on Instagram?
6: Yeah, it's Crash. All right, our next guest
0: Um, on this little mini episode that we're doing is Brenda. Welcome to the show, Brenda. I'm super excited to chat with you for a few minutes tonight. Can you let our listeners know where to follow you on Instagram? Sure.
7: I am the Planning Pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R.
0: So, obviously, the name of my show is Planning a Life I Love. So, when you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you?
7: Well, I have inattentive ADHD. And that brings with it a lot of struggles, like um, disorganization, short-term memory issues, follow-through. And so for me, planning a life I love is planning a lot my life so that I can like, be like a normal human being um, and, and function like a, a normal human being. Um, and then the decorative element just means that it's a creative outlet for me, and so that keeps me coming back.
0: I think that if I didn't have the creative outlet, I would not be as committed to my planner as I am. Actually, I know I wouldn't be because I tried to use a planner for like half my life and I wasn't committed to it. But then you exactly. add in the stickers and all of a sudden I'm like obsessed with my planner. So Exactly. The- <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to ask you a really hard question because there were tons of episodes this season. I think we had like 16 guests total, maybe 17 guests. So, but I'm going to make you pick your favorite one. So what was your favorite episode and why was it your favorite?
7: And I don't know if I can really pick a favorite, but one that I really liked um, was with Lakin. Um, And one of the things she got me right from the beginning, she she likes being able to see the balance between what she needs to do and what she wants to do. Um, and, and that really resonated with me. Um, and, and I just, you know, a lot of times it's, it's things that i kind of know, but it's always good to hear reminders. And, and probably the biggest of those is, is breaking up my goals into small steps.
0: Listen to Lakin. She makes it sound like you could just achieve anything. Like, Like, she's like, here's your goal, break it down, break it down again, break it down again break it down again and I'm going to do it. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know. She just has a gift. Like she makes you feel like you can achieve any goal that you want to make. So I really loved that episode too.
7: And so, I love uh, that she said that the motivation comes after you start. Yes. That's, that's so powerful.
0: Did you learn anything from any of the episodes that, that you have since taken and implemented into your own planning routine? And if so, how has that improved your planning process?
7: And it's come from more than one episode. Um, it's just the assurance that it's okay to keep changing. Um, that if if a certain planning style isn't working for you, it's okay to change it up and you don't have to finish the year or even the months doing what you were doing. Um, and for my dopamine-starved brain, it I need a lot of change to keep interested and motivated and so um that's kind of gave me and that's why i like the happy planner too because you can keep changing it up so easily helped me to overcome my all or nothing kind of thinking that that, oh i've got to you know continue to plan this way and so it's it's actually made me stick with my planner more if
0: you can remind our listeners where to follow you on instagram
7: i am the planning Pastor. pastor
0: All right. Our next guest for this episode is Desiree. Welcome to the show, Desiree. Um, Can you tell our listeners where they can follow
8: you on Instagram? Hey, everybody. Um, My name is Desiree from sunny Southern California, and you can find me at healthyplanning underscore Desiree. Jump right in. When you hear the phrase, planning a life I love, which is the title of the podcast, what does that phrase mean to you? Well, clutter stresses me out, whether it's cluttered bedrooms or cluttered paperwork or a cluttered calendar and especially a cluttered budget. The stress of clutter completely overwhelms me. When I use my planner, the stress goes away. I can schedule in cleaning of my bedrooms and bathrooms and everything in the house that needs to be clean. I can also schedule a chunk of time to organize my paperwork um, And then I use an extension pack or even half sheets to set up my budget and I maintain it throughout the month. And as a single mom of two young boys, having an organized calendar that includes the kids activities and having an effective budget is really important. When my days are free from clutter, I feel less stressed and my boys and I can love the lives that we were meant to live. So I'm going to ask
0: you a really hard question because we had, I think like 16 or 17 guests this, on this season. But I'm going to make you
8: pick your favorite episodes and then tell me why it was your favorite. You know, every one of them, I absolutely loved. I got tidbits from every single person and I'm so thankful for it. But my favorite of all has to be Stephanie Fleming. Um, I have been a scrapbooker since the late 90s, and I knew about Stephanie and me and my big ideas from the scrapbooking world. I've always loved her stickers, and moving towards the happy planner was just the next step. Um, Hearing her talk about her journey with wellness really inspired me, and it actually brought up some feelings. Um, I've struggled with, with my weight since my 20s. And as I've gotten older, I realized that my eating habits are truly related to my emotions. When I'm happy, I eat. When I'm sad, I eat. So being able to write down my emotions and track my food in one spot has helped me identify how I can change for the better. And just listening to Stephanie's struggles um, helped me to realize that I'm not alone. So I'm now using half-sheet weekly sheets to track every bite, lick, and taste of my food. And I started using the monthly calendar inserts to chart my feelings from day to day. Seeing a history of my emotions has helped me to become a better person so I can be a better mom, daughter, friend, and coworker. And I actually re-listened to her episode last night and was reminded to get in front of the camera more and to put photos in my planner so I can reflect and see progress in myself physically and emotionally.
0: The next question I was going to ask you is what are some things (laughs) that you've implemented into your planning routine? But I mean, you've already told us you're using your monthly to track your emotions and then you're using the other pages for your talking your food and you're going to add in memories and I mean there's all kinds (laughs) of things that you've added in so I love just hearing I, I love hearing how people have taken what the guests have said on the shows and actually like put it into their planning process that's like I just I just love hearing how it's helped people to figure out their planning so thank you for sharing all of that.
8: Thank you, and thank you so much for having Stephanie on the show, and thanks for inviting uh, your patrons. It's been really a pleasure, so thank you. Can you remind everybody where they can follow you on Instagram? Yes, so you can find me at Planning underscore Desiree, and it's spelled D. All right, our next guest is Veronica. Welcome to the show, Veronica. I'm excited to chat with
0: you tonight can you share with our listeners where they can follow you on Instagram? Let's just dive in with the title of my show. It's called Planning a Life I Love. So when you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you? How do you apply it to your planning? Or just what do you think about the phrase? What does it mean to
9: you? It means bringing peace to my anxiety. I have always suffered with anxiety. And since I started planning, it's a place for me to organize the chaos that runs through my mind all the time. So it's a a good way for me to be able to lay out all of the stuff that's running in my head and plan things so that so that I don't have to stress it When them.
0: I have really busy days, My the night before, my mind will just, like, be running, like, crazy, and I feel like I can't, like, go to sleep. So planning helps me when I – especially when I have really busy days because I can just, like, write it all down. And once I've written it down, I'm at least like, okay, I have a list of everything. I can quit thinking about it. I can go to sleep. So I get, like, the calming – aspect of planning for sure yeah so I'm going to ask you a hard question what was your favorite
2: episode
0: from season one you got to pick out of all 20 which one was your favorite and why
9: it's so hard to pick but my absolute favorite was plan with Elise she brought an awareness to me (laughs) about my finances that I didn't even know was an issue I started listening to her and she just gave me the inspiration to get my finances under control to completely start tracking everything I'm spending. So I can see where I'm, you know, maybe spending a little too frivolously in certain areas of my life. And just her examples on how to set an realistic financial goals. It just helped me so much.
0: Did you learn anything from any of the episodes that you have since implemented
9: into your planning routine? And if so, how has that improved your planning process? Um, You know, Mary Ellen's episode gave me such great ideas about how to goal plan better. I have always like, you know, I have goals and it's like they kind of go to the wayside because I get overwhelmed with trying to figure out how to achieve it. So in her episode, she really talked about, you know, just setting your goal and then planning out the three steps just to break it down and accomplish it piece by piece. That really helped. So I've implemented a little piece in my planner where I can do that. where I can write my goal and then what steps I'm going to take. Um, another episode was actually your second one that you did where you were talking about just listing all of the things that you would include in your life you're, you love and then circling them and, you know, circling the ones that you weren't currently including. And that really helped me, like, see the things that, you know, that I love that I wasn't including in my planner and start making a space for them. You know, so that way I could, like, map out time to, to meal plan, which I'm terrible at. Better. At. So I added that to my planner, you know, spending time with my family, um, the different things, you know, home organization and you know, date nights. That way, if I put them in there, it's gonna happen. So thanks
0: for hopping on. I know these are like really fast interviews, but I really love hearing just what the season meant to you and what your favorite parts were. So thanks for joining us. And can you remind the listeners again where to follow you on Instagram?
9: You can find me at Vinnie Marie Create. All right, guys, the next guest on
0: our show is another one of my patrons, and her name is Shannon. Welcome to the show, Shannon. That's kind of like a tongue twister, show Shannon. <laughs> um, can you share with our listeners where they can follow you on Instagram?
10: Hi, Heather. Um, you can, they can follow me at uh, shans, Y plans, and that's uh, shans, and then y from Wyoming, y-w-y, w, uh, w, and then plans, all one word.
0: Be sure to put that in the notes, too, so that people can follow you. So let's just hop right in. We're going to talk about the title of the show to start out with, which is Planning a Life I
10: Love. So when you hear the phrase, Planning a Life I Love, what does that phrase mean to you? Well, to me, I always thought I was a very organized person. And then I discovered the Happy Planner. And it's not only helped me get more organized, it's become this wonderful creative outlet that, um, is just, I mean, I just dove in headfirst, and it's just been so wonderful. And I used to be a big scrapbooker, and now I've got this, and it just it feels like it's just way more fun. And the community out there is just fantastic. I mean, there's so many positive people, and I just really appreciate it. And it's just, it's just, it's just been an absolute blessing.
0: Like, I feel like you buy a planner, and you don't really think about all of the people that you're bringing into your life with this planner, like you people through the whole thing. So it's really cool. So, all right, this is going to be a hard
10: question, but out of all the episodes from season one, what was your favorite and why was it your favorite? That is a hard question because I really liked all of them, but I really, really enjoyed the episode with Julie um, from Julie's plans and because she has just got, such an infectious laugh, and, and she is just so, I felt like I was really relating to her because she has the military background, and myself, I'm a veteran, so it kind of, I kind of really related to her, so, and I've seen her Instagram reels, and they are absolutely hysterical, I just, and it just, yeah, she, she was just really fun to listen to
0: positive person to have in your life and she's just funny and she's one of those people that you just like to follow on social media so yeah definitely a lot of fun getting to chat with her on her episode it was a really fun one so yes out of all out of all the episodes and all the different things that we've talked about throughout the episodes have you learned anything from any of the episodes that you've been able to implement in your own planning routine and if so how has it improved your planning process
10: Um, Well, I actually have a couple. Um, So when I listened to um, when you interviewed Elise from Planning with Elise um, and her budgeting, I was actually putting away my Christmas decorations when I was listening to her. And one of my goals for 2021 was to get a handle on budget. And she has just been a godsend because now I've got like a savings tracker and a debt tracker and all this kind of stuff, you know, just based off of what I heard from her episode. And then Michelle with the memory planning, you know, cause like I said before, I really like the scrapbooking and with her and, and talking about the memory planning, I got super excited to do the memory planning. So I've already bought a planner. I've got my photos all ready to go. Cause I've got so many pictures on my phone that I just, would like to put in my planner and not necessarily share on social media. You know
0: I, I, mean? I feel like with memory planning, you get that great creative outlet, but you also have a place to put on your photos and it's just right. so right. many like good things all in one planner. So exactly. I really like all the tips she shared too. So exactly. I love hearing how you've kind of taken things from a lot of different episodes and added it into your planning process. I love hearing about that. Yes. Thanks for coming yes. on the show and just sharing what this season has meant to you. I
10: appreciate you coming. And if you could just share with our listeners one more time where they can follow you on Instagram. Yes. You can follow me at Shans Y plans.
0: All right. Our next guest is another one of my patrons and her name is Brittany. Welcome to the show, Brittany. And if you'll share with our listeners where they can follow you on Instagram.
2: Uh, hey everybody! Um, like Heather said, my name is Brittany, and you can find me on Instagram at Planning with the Ginger.
0: Just dive right in. Um, our first question is about the title of my show. The whole kind of theme of the show is planning a life I love. So, when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you?
2: Uh, so, planning a life I love for me means um, keeping my chaos in order. <laughs> so, I refer to my—I often refer to my planner as my chaos coordinator. You know, I'm a mom of three kids and I'm a student or I have three daughters and I'm a student. So there's always lots going on in my life. So my planner is definitely um, helps me, um, you know, kind of keep all that in order. This question
0: might be a little difficult, but what was your favorite episode from season one and why
9: was it your favorite?
2: So um, I really enjoyed the episode with uh, Marielle. Uh, you know, she kind of t- there's two things that really stuck out to me in her episode. So the first one was why she memory plans. And um, I just thought that was really cool. And it kind of was an eye opener for me. You know, life passes us by so quickly. And if we don't write down the little things, you forget them. You know, especially, you know, with, you know, just the little things that happen in a grocery store with your children, you know, that make you laugh you forget them if you don't write them down. So she really inspired me to kind of get back into memory planning. And then the other thing was at the end of the podcast, you guys were talking about, um, you know, finding joy in, in, you know, when things just aren't going well, like with the pandemic and everything else. And that really stuck out to me because there's, there's good in everything. um, And you just have to look for it and you have to want it to be there. So so it's of all time is every day may not
0: be good but there's something good in every day like even if you have the world's worst day ever something good still happened that day even if it was just that you woke up and were able to breathe today like that alone you know is exactly so, so you really sometimes you just have to search for the good it doesn't necessarily stick out but it's always there.
2: You just have to look for it. So, yeah. uh, and I think, I, especially in a pandemic, that's an important reminder. So, episode, she was my first guest. So, that was a long time
0: ago. But I love her episode was all about if, if our listeners didn't hear that one, it's about planning through the hard times. A lot of times when you're on social media, you know, you're seeing the highlight reels, the positive things from people. And so, it can be hard if you're going through something hard and all you see is people posting positive stuff, but like everyone's going through hard stuff. They may just not be posting it on social media. So I really loved that episode with Mario. It was one of my favorites too. Of course she's not playing her bestie, but I really loved that one too. She's very wise. So she's, she had a lot of good tips in that episode. Um, so out of all the episodes is there anything that you learned from any particular one or even all of them as a whole that you've been able to implement and like tips that you've been able to implement into your planning routine? And if so, how has that improved your planning process?
2: So I think, uh, what I definitely got, you know, from listening week to week as you, as you posted the episodes is that we're all so different and it's okay. You know, like, and I know, especially when I started to get into planning it was really easy for me to compare my planner to your planner or to, you know, Mary, Ann, Mary Ellen's planner. And then I was like, wait a second, my, my style is going to be different and I'm going to like different things. And that's okay. And really listening to the podcast um, and just the different personalities and how different people use their planners. That was really um, kind of what I took away is that we're all different and it's okay. You know,
0: Almost every episode, the guest would, sh- would say something along those lines of like, it's Okay. If your planner doesn't look like anybody else's, like as long as you're using it, that's what matters. So right, it's like and that favorite, really,
2: it's my yeah. Favorite planner, so yeah, and that really helped me to kind of just embrace you know my planning style. So just hearing that and the different, you know, because as as someone that's not you know like a, like you you know I consider y'all famous YouTubers, <laughs> but you know um it, it's cool to to hear. You know who you look up to in the planner community to kind of say embrace your style and embrace who you are. Um, so I thought that was really right, well, cool.
0: Well, thanks, Brittany, again for hopping on and talking to me real quick about this uh, first season of this podcast. I appreciate you taking the time. Can you remind sure. our so listeners- they can find
2: me on Instagram at planning with a ginger? All right, guys. Our next guest on the show is
0: Olivia. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Can you share uh, with our listeners where they can follow you
11: on Instagram? Yeah, hi everybody. I'm excited to be here. Um, you can find me on Instagram at FPB Planning. Um, all right, so
0: the name of the show is Planning Life I Love. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you?
11: When I hear it, I think of um uh, like creativity, like doing things that make you happy in a creative way, functional way. Um and really, just being fully self-expressed, like in everything that you're doing, that really just makes you happy and shine. That's what I think of when I think of planning a life I love. So this next question
0: might be a little bit harder, but I'm gonna make you pick your favorite episode out of all the episodes from season one. Which one was your favorite, and why was it your favorite?
11: Oh, that is a tough one. Um. My favorite was episode four with Mary Ellen planning with Bumble. I loved
0: Mary Ellen. So yeah, I can see why that is like probably tons of people's favorites. Why did you love that episode in particular?
11: I loved it so much because, well, one I think just like the vulnerability that you both had in the episode was really cool. And just like the conversation about setting goals and what you guys are up to is really inspiring. And I really am trying to do all these different things in my life, like start new things. Um, Not necessarily like a planner business kind of thing that you guys do, but venturing out more Um, and things that are like uncomfortable and challenging, but really things that I'm passionate about. And so I love the conversation of like setting your goals and, you know, just really putting yourself out there the beginning of the season. Like you said, it was
0: episode four for any listeners who are listening to this and maybe missed that episode. uh, Mary Ellen and I talked a lot about, we've kind of both turned this planning hobby into businesses. And so that's kind of what we talked about. was like how we did it and how it's going and what's going to be next and stuff like that. So that was a really fun episode for me too, because it was just, it's a lot of fun to be able to connect with somebody who is doing similar things as me, because like, you know, like when you're working at a job, you have co workers and you have this bond with them because they understand what you're doing and they understand what you go through. But when you're a small business owner, you don't necessarily have that. So getting to talk to someone like Mary Ellen was a lot. I mean, I talked to Mary Ellen more than just that episode because she's like one of my real friends. But anyway, that was a really fun episode to just be able to like chit chat about what life is like doing what we do. So I really loved that episode too. So was there anything that you've learned from any of the episodes that? Any tips and stuff like that that you've since implemented into your planning routine, and if so, how has it improved your planning process?
11: I think you know really making it my own like it's for me like planning is like personal to like to me like my style, but also um, there's so much you can do with it, like the memory keeping or which I started doing in like writing down just something exciting that happened that day um, to kind of help me remember what, like, I'm grateful for in the happy times, but even if something challenging happened. um, And I think just having space to be able to put my goals in has been really helpful. And I love the happy plan and the disbound system because, like, you can add new stuff to it, like your own papers. Um, So those are kind of the things that I've taken away from the episodes
0: thanks again i know these are just super fast questions but thanks again for coming on this show can you remind the listeners uh, where they can follow you on instagram
11: yes you guys can find me at fpb planning all one word
0: all right guys it was so much fun to get to talk to all of those patrons i hope you loved listening to them just as much as I enjoyed talking to them. Thank you again for a great first season of Planning a Life I Love. I'm going to be taking a few weeks off to kind of recoup and plan out season two, see where I want to go with the next season of Planning a Life I Love, but we will be back hopefully in a few weeks, so stay tuned. Be sure to subscribe so that you can see when season two pops up, okay? Again, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next season for planning a life I love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning!